Hello and welcome to your daily dose of commentary. Today we start with the topic, should you be able to kill kids in GTA 6? So recently, a tweet from Swegta caused a little bit of controversy. And it's also been paired with another tweet that caused some controversy about the state of violence in current and future GTA titles. So Swegta here says, I'm fine with killable kids in GTA 6. Wasting thousands of adults is fine, but you push one kid off a cliff and suddenly you've gone too far. I believe he got a fair amount of support for this tweet, but also a lot of people pushing back. So he got like 1500 likes, which is a pretty good engagement for his tweets. He continues, I should probably mention that this is not something I'm hoping they add to GTA 6. I'm saying I wouldn't have a problem with it since it's just a video game. The point I was trying to make is that there's a clear double standard. I get why that is. I just think it's silly. Another tweet, similar sort of sentiment. In GTA 4, you had the ability to shoot up hospitals, just saying. If GTA 6 gives us the ability to shoot up schools, now Rockstar is really going for realism in a dark way, but I highly doubt Rockstar has the balls to do that. So I wanna openly say that the ability to kill kids or shoot up hospitals in no way do I consider a positive in a game. And the same token, if I found out that GTA 6 gave you the capability to do these two things, it wouldn't break the game for me. Like, I'd still buy it. This is a non-issue for me. As in, I make jokes about the lack of kids in GTA 5, but that isn't necessarily me being like, I wish kids were in GTA 5 so I could shoot them, right? It's an interesting question whether I would feel uncomfortable shooting kids in a video game. Like, Swag to saying they're like, you know, you kill thousands of adults without blinking an eye. Would you really care if the person was like 15 as opposed to like 18 or something? I don't know. I can't remember, have I ever shot a kid in a video game before? Certainly while playing Binding of Isaac, I constantly make jokes about killing kids to get a higher chance of going to make deals with uh, devils or angels. Confusing, let's kill both these kids. Kill the kids. Oh wait, I can't kill these kids. Shit. Kill kids in corner? I don't want it, man, it's, it's the game, it's forcing me to, to kill the kids, man. So I'll kill these kids. But the things I'm killing aren't actually kids. They just like, you could argue that they're kids or something, right? But, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, Jimmy doesn't count as a kid though. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! He's burning off those calories, chat. Okay, true, I've killed Jimmy hundreds of times, but he's like 20 years old. He's an adult. But again, like if Jimmy was 15. Like, like you, could, you could think of Jimmy acting the exact same way at 15 years old. Like, would I care? Is there really a huge difference between shooting an 18-year-old in the face and shooting a 14-year-old in the face? In a video game, right? In a video game. Like, would I consider it a positive if there were no kids in GTA 6? I think I'm just indifferent, honestly. As in, like, I wouldn't consider it a positive or a negative if they were there. I'd be like, whatever you decide, Rockstar, I can totally understand either way. Now, what I'm saying is I don't think Swagter's statement here is particularly egregious especially with the clarification that he puts down here, where he says, I'm not saying there's something I hope they add. He's saying like, I'm fine with it. And recognizing it is a little bit of a double standard where you're willing to slaughter like an entire city of people. And then like, well, I mean, shooting one 12 year old, that's gone one step too far. But imagine if it was like literal children. Like I imagine Rockstar's like, good look guys, we're bringing out GTA 6. There'll be no adults. There's just six year olds that you have to shoot in the face. That would kill the game for me, I think. And I think I would find that more discomforting. But obviously it is just a video game. Yeah, babies. Imagine, like, you know how you do chokeholds on people in GTA? Like, the whole game is just you doing chokeholds on literal babies until you break their necks. I think, yes, at that point, I would have an issue in the game. Or, like, Rockstar adds a mission. Commit a school shooting! And you just, like, bust into a kindergarten. You're just, like, gunning 
Small kids, I would have a problem with that, I think, emotionally. It is one thing, I think, for, let's say, teenagers to exist in the game as, like, NPCs versus the game requesting that you continuously enact masses of violence on kids. And I do think that is a bit of an emotional double standard that doesn't make much sense. Like, okay, a 14-year-old has lived four years less than an 18-year-old. And it's like, I'm perfectly fine with shooting the 18-year-old in the head in the video game, but not the 14-year-old. There's a little bit of emotional irrationality, I think. I do think that way. I do feel that way. I think I would have more of a problem with it, thinking about it more. I don't think that's rational, necessarily. It's just an emotional feeling. <laughs> People are pointing out in my Reddit recap from August 2021, someone recognized that there was a dead children MP3 on my desktop. Ha, huh, dead children. Yeah, that's sound effect. I have certainly made many a joke about such things, but that's a very different thing than uh, wanting to kill kids. Some distance though, see the ball's still there. Polly shouldn't have killed my son. This is like a life lesson. Do not kill your children if the cops are gonna find out. We'll title this video, How Not to Kill Your Children. <laughs> if the first one gets enough likes, I'll make a part two, How to Kill Your Children. <laughs> Jimmy's not a kid though. I know. Interesting discussion on Twitter. The end. Showing off my Payday 3 Collector's Edition. I uh, got sent a Payday 3 package. Have a look. Rawr. I am going to steal all your stuff. No one cared who I was until I put on the mask. Look, I can, I can, I can make it rain. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of mess. I wish I had not done that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, the cool thing was a deck of playing cards. This is a really nice looking deck of playing cards. Like, do that. It is, it is easy. Look at that. Very nice. There's a handful of other smaller things and stuff, but that's the main stuff. I do a bridge. I can't do shit. I know no card stuff. They even give you like a stand to put the mask on. I stumbled upon these awesome Red Dead Redemption 2 props while cleaning my house. So yesterday, I was feeling like complete garbage. Sleeping pattern screwed up, and something I do when I'm feeling bad and I can't bring myself to do any real work is I usually end up cleaning my house. Organizing stuff, because you know, over time, clutter just builds up and you just don't get rid of things and whatnot. And so uh, I spent the day doing that. And so I uh, found a bunch of random stuff. So here's me, a picture of me. I purchased these eons ago for a video. Can't remember why. And it's uh, a cigar, one of those pocket watches, and a hat. I also had some fake mustaches, but I didn't hold on to them. Like, let me let me grab these things on. How do I look? Arthur Morgan, yeah, I thought someone was going to uh, get a, give a reference to uh, Red Dead 2. You gotta have faith. I have a plan. Like, imagine if this just became my new look. It wasn't tank tops. I'd just come on here with this, this, this shirt and there. <laughs> Is that an actual cigar? No, it's all fake stuff. But while doing all this, I took the time to organize all my cables. I have 14 boxes of cables that I never use, but I don't get rid of. Like at times chat, I think to myself, I need a cable. It's probably in there somewhere, but to buy a new cable will cost $20. So I'll just spend the $20 to buy one. <laughs> okay, to be fair, I don't think I've ever done that. But when I was organizing these, I thought to myself that multiple times. Like I could just do that. Honestly though, I would normally look for the cable because obviously getting one shipped here would take time. And I would probably want the cable right then, so. But I did organize all my stuff. I've got downstairs like a bajillion block boxes and stuff I need to get chucked out now. And uh, everything is nice and clean, or at least cleaner. 99% clean, that's good. I would much rather have done actual work yesterday, but at least I got that done. People keep photoshopping me into weird situations. Oh, I also forgot about this. Because I put pictures of me on Twitter, people of course can use that to make, put me in different situations. So my mod well made this picture, 
where I'm standing off to the side and there's Devin Weston beaten up in, in the back of uh, the car from the ending of GTA 5. Thought that was pretty clever. There was uh, one other one here. Where was it? Indiana Jones and the Backyard Adventures. And me in an Indiana Jones movie thing. It's pretty good. I like you guys. This is my voice as a GTA 5 character. So this is my mod Wells attempts at making my voice in AI. Man, I ain't got people teaching me that white collar crime shit. Ain't shit changed for me, and you ain't helping. Man, it wouldn't even be the same if your boy LD wasn't out here getting in the shit. And FC wasn't getting him out of that. This is the last good for me. Shit, I feel real safe now. Real able to protect myself. Cause shit, homie, that's the shit that's different from the country club shit your overpaid ass is presently accustomed to. I guess the crazy dude is alright. He understands loyalty though. Maybe he can explain it to your ass. Man, these streets is hard, dawg. This the hood you talking about. Maybe you forgot since you been up. Hey T, you got to tell the people up at the strip club that your boy Long Dick drank for free. You heard? Man, what a trust that, dawg. I peeped out that wood chopping place when we was up this way on that Devin Weston car lick. Man, where the trust at, dawg? I ain't got nobody to teach me that white collar crime shit. Hey, I, I just wanted to check. How much was it you needed for those repairs? It was a mill or something, right? Exactly. We two highly motivated, results-driven motherfuckers with an entrepreneurial mindset. It sounds like me if I was putting on an accent. It doesn't sound like me. It sounds like me putting on an accent. It is a way I could sound, but it doesn't sound like me. Like, you can tell it's meant to be me, but I don't think it's very good. Isn't it supposed to sound like Lamar's accent? If that is the goal, I don't think it's intended. But yeah, very weird. Apparently it is being made to be used in uh, a thing that is going to be worked on. I guess I shouldn't spoil it, but uh, hope you enjoyed that. This is my favorite YouTube comment. So my favorite YouTube comments are those that savage me in a creative way that has a ring of truth to it. This comment, for example, you sound like a butler and look like a homeless. Think top 10 favorite comments I've ever received. <laughs> it's like complimentary, but also so savage. I made my life worse by eating ice cream. I made a tactical error chat, a simple tactical error. I was meant to be a, not be eating food today because I got a bit fat, which it normally isn't a problem, but uh, I'm going to PAX on the 5th or whatever. So I just don't eat as much, just to just lose some little bit of weight by doing nothing. Calories in, calories out and all that jazz. I was feeling pretty hungry. I'm like, oh yeah, but I'm doing all right, not eating food. And then I heard the ice cream van at the front. I'm like, holy shit, I haven't heard an ice cream van in like five years or something. And I was like, I wonder if they take card and without even thinking, like, like, like the, the, no thoughts went through my brain, but somehow my entire body just went out there, asked if they take card. They said, yes, I considered buying, there were some kids there buying stuff. I considered buying them just whatever they wanted. But then I realized like they might ruin their diet. The parents may not appreciate that. And I didn't have any cash on me and I didn't want to have to sit around waiting for them to order everything. So I just, I just bought myself my ice cream. I'm sorry I let the kids down, but they were, they were getting stuff. They were talking about stuff again. They have money, whatever. Anyway, I ended up ordering like a sherbet double scoop ice cream and sprinkled double scoop ice cream. Like, so I have like four single scoop ice creams, basically, if you think about it. And that is some fucking low quality ice cream. Holy shit. The fattiest, Worst ice cream that you can imagine. Still tasted alright when I was eating it, but I mean, since then, feeling seedy as fuck. And I'm sitting there like, after eating them, like, why the fuck did I eat them? In fact, after eating the first one, I looked at the second one, and I'm like, I should chuck this out. This this is not a smart thing to eat. And then, as I'm processing that thought, the ice cream disappeared in my mouth. I was like, what? What happened? I'm like blacking out, eating ice creams. And what I'm basically saying is, dang, 
Tomorrow, won't eat trash chat tomorrow. The worst consequence though of me eating these ice creams is it's made me feel like bleh. I was in somewhat of a zone with editing a bit. I got, got quite a bit done over the last like blah, 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 many, many hours, however many it's been. And the whole vibe has been ruined. I feel like shit and I'm like, I'm just gonna stream, fuck it. But do it live, fuck it. Is this supplement going to rescue me after two months of feeling miserable? As you know, I've been feeling like shit for quite a while now. The exact cause, who knows? Right now, I think it might be that a change in my Hashimoto's medication may have done it. Or I may have taken too much of it. Who knows? Regardless, I'm getting blood tests tomorrow. But one thing I'm going to be trying is this stuff. AG1. AG1 is a science-driven formulation that supports whole body health. And I looked at reviews for this stuff. It's not meant to be like a pill that gives you all the nutrients that you need, but it's meant to be like a something you take additional to having a good diet or whatever. And seeing my diet is terrible, I think having this will probably help. At least it's worth trying. I watched a review by a dude who, it was an unsponsored review, and he said the thing he hated most about it was that it made him feel so much better, and he knew that if he stopped taking it, he wouldn't feel as good. And it costs like 99 bucks a month for one a day, 30 day thing. And I looked at all these reviews and it seems, seems to be pretty good. It's sponsored like a lot of podcasts and stuff. Much cheaper options. There's always cheaper options. As in, often what is the case with these packaging together of a lot of different nutrients and stuff is if you just got the ingredients and, and put it together yourself, it'd be cheaper. But obviously I'm not gonna go that kind of effort. And it has been formulated in a way so it doesn't necessarily set off allergies. It doesn't have a bunch of the various different things that normally screw with people's digestive health and stuff. It's meant to be for basically everyone. And as I say, I haven't tried it yet, but I'm gonna give it a go and I'll give you feedback as to whether it's good for me and maybe can help you too. That's what I'm saying, there are much better complete solutions available? Maybe so, I'm still gonna try this one. Is the one that was recommended to me? Yeah. Is this how I'll finally fix my sleep for good? So, I didn't sleep too well last night, chat, but I think I'm narrowing down the various different things that can cause me to sleep worse. I have a bed that is one of those beds where you can like lift the back or the front if you want to, an adjustable mattress thing. And at the back of it is this little bar that you put in so that um, the mattress doesn't like slide off as you're lifting it and stuff. And I've been putting on my sheets or like tucking them under without taking off this bar first. So my sheets would end up like tucked in poorly like this. So they wouldn't be tucked in right. So during the night, they'd be pulled out because they aren't tucked in correctly with this bar. I don't know how long I've been doing this, but I need my sheets tucked in for me to be comfortable. It's too cold. And like, I've also realized it's weight. I need weight on me that I need my tuna cover and my thing that is on me. I, I don't know, like it's a, it's a th thick blanket. I need all those on me to feel weight or I get uncomfortable. I get too cold and I get uncomfortable. So now I'm going to be removing that first and tucking in my sheets. So that's good. But I'm also getting myself a weighted blanket. Apparently, for a lot of people, getting a weighted blanket helps. I've ordered a nine kilogram one. Apparently, you're meant to go for like 10% of your weight. I'm between like 80 and 90, so I went for 90. I'm hoping this will help. I'm optimistic, chat. Going to see a sleep physician, getting a weighted blanket. I'm figuring out my my tucking the bed technique with the, with this mattress or whatever. We're getting there. Feel like crap now, but the optimism I have for the future, sky high. This is why I have tons of YouTube tabs open. I've got a lot of videos here though. <laughs> Look at this. So what happens is, as I go throughout my day, I like watch videos, but I have to pause them continuously because I'm like editing and stuff. And so what ends up happening is like, as I pause the video, I look on the side and go, oh, 
that's an interesting video, and I like like we'll open it like that, and so you'll just add more to the list, and the list never ends. I just need to dedicate myself a day to sit down and watch. There's probably videos there from like a week ago or some shit that I just still have not finished that I'm like two minutes into. I'm uh, I'm awful. You can only do this kind of thing on desktop though, but uh, yeah. I try not to like turn off my PC whatever because I'll lose my list of videos to watch. This is the greatest clip of all time. You guys seen this clip? It's the greatest clip of all time. Only thing that could have made it better is if I had as many haas as they were bars. The unforeseen joy of my Rambles channel. One advantage that I've found from my Rambles channel is because I am not personally releasing the videos, like I don't set the exact time that they release because while I've likely seen the footage beforehand, I don't release it, like I don't wait for the thumbnail to get there and then personally schedule it. It's always a little bit of a surprise for me when it releases. So I was like, oh, this video is released. I want what people are saying about this video. And so when my stream ends, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna maybe even watch my video again. You can see I've already watched it. And I'll read some comments. I get a little bit of surprise with my own content. Oh, that video released! Oh, we're up to that point in my rounds. It's dumb, but funny. Answering your most interesting questions. How much do you think your opinions affect other people's point of view? Since you're a big content creator with a big fan base, some of the things you say or believe might get picked up and be believed blindly too. How self-conscious are you about this? Do you feel like it's too much weight on your shoulders? I don't know how I could possibly quantify how much of an impact that I have, but obviously everything we see in here has some impact on who we are, what we believe, what we end up doing with our lives. And as I reach countless people, I do have more influence than the average person at work chatting with their friends, right? And I am aware of that. And I do care about that. As I've grown older and I've lost the self-confidence of the young 20s that we all generally have and begun to doubt things more, I am more reticent. I don't share things about topics as readily as I would if I was uh, super confident that everything I believed was true, right? I like to limit the scope of what I talk about to things that I'm directly involved in or have researched or things that are very simple topics, small news updates or things where even if I'm wrong, the impact on a person won't be that much. Like if I speculate about the release of the Red Dead Redemption 1 remaster, if I say something that's wrong about that, like the country that was the first one to, to give it some rating, that's not gonna impact your lives all that much. But if I'm wrong about an issue of policy or a politician or some such like that, that could impact like who you vote for, what things you support. What I'm saying is I am very self-conscious about this, but there's only so much you can be self-conscious about this, right? I can't spend all day every day thinking about how every single one of my words might be interpreted by thousands, tens of thousands of people. I will make mistakes. I will say things that are wrong and I will do my best to, especially because there's time before my rambles come out on my YouTube channel. Like I'll remove that content. Does it particularly weigh on me? It does a little bit. And I criticize creators who don't have as much respect for the influence that they have and do not seem to care at all whether what they communicate is true or false. Gabby Bell. But there's nothing I can do about that, right? As I've said in the commentary game, if you are weighted down by these concerns, your ability to talk about everything and anything will obviously be significantly hampered and that will impact your income and growth. That and many other reasons are probably why I would I would never be like the biggest commentary YouTuber, right? I won't day one take new information and just like make a video about it. Take some room and just run with it to make a eight minute video or something. Just not my way. 
That's a great mindset to have. There's nothing worse than a person with strong opinions on it, on every topic. I think that is just the bastion of fools, right? You have to be particularly dumb to be confident about every topic imaginable. Yet the first thing you hear and you're like, this is 100% true because, oh my God, I just heard about it, right? I, I think I've actually said that before. The confidence is the bastion of fools and experts. <laughs> like you can obviously see me on particular topics speak with some authority, but those topics are very limited. Have you considered TG guiding you through a GTA mission blind? I have considered doing like collabs with people. Okay, that would actually be kind of interesting actually, because we're having trouble getting through Franklin Lamar. It would be interesting to see if just TGG could direct me through it. <laughs> Maybe I'll ask him. Some mods remind me to ask. Stop! Now that I have your attention, hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. I wish you all the best.